Hey, good people. Good morning. This is JC bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Excuse me as I adjust my pop filter. <laughs> it was not. It was kind of halfway hanging off there. Good morning, good people. How you doing? Man, it's Wednesday. Yet another Wednesday. We inch closer and closer and closer to a lot of things, right? Inch closer to the new year. We're inching closer to Christmas. We're inching closer to a vaccine. We're inching closer to, oh, I guess, shoot, quite a few new things, right? I I could probably make a laundry list and I still wouldn't do it justice. But, um, you know, uh, the good thing is that we're approaching um, activity that represents newness in a sense, uh, but we are also very conscientious of the fact that, you know, just because it's new doesn't mean that it is um, uh, comforting yet uh, or secure yet. And so I get that. I get that. But newness also means that things are working, things are things are in action and all is not lost. Um, so good morning, I'm definitely here to, uh, you know, as we usually do for our morning cup of tea on a Wednesday, trying to get together last week, you guys will have to forgive me, you know, one foot ahead of the other and boom, you realize it's like close to 12 o'clock in the afternoon and you still haven't produced or released or done anything with your content. However, you know that you're always brewing on something and breaking patterns is hard. And so you got to get ahead of that, right? That's exactly my situation. I know I was saying you, but that was my situation. So forgive me. Like, dang. Um, I, I I could use a lot of uh, forgiveness in this season um, <laughs> for, for releasing content late. And it's happened in the past, and I'm not shading myself, but sometimes we have to give ourselves a little bit of patience too, right? Um, especially when we're uh, providing acts of service is is very interesting. I'll I'll talk to, talk about that in a minute because I have something that I want to share with you guys. Uh, but good morning, how's good morning? How was last week? How you doing this week? I can tell you I'm grateful. Another week where I'm able and and can do and want to do and am happy to get to. Um, I feel a little tired this week. I have a, a quite a bit on the plate. But I'm still hopeful, which is which is important to have in this season and in this space. Um, I was actually trying to think about what to talk about. And my son comes along like, oh, mom, uh, you should talk about the vaccine on the way. And I was like, great, buddy. But why, why would I talk about the vaccine on the way? He was like, because we we could be we could get safety and we can look forward to getting back to seeing each other and and all that fun stuff. And and. As you can tell, he's, he's so, he misses the things that he was able to do. And we all do. Um, and he misses having that social community and that fun and that play. And so my heart weeps for the kiddos who have just, just life altering changes. Like 
I got to play and I got to have this thing over my face. And even if I don't have this thing over my face while I'm outside playing, it's, it's a little bit different. We can all attest that it feels a little bit different and that it looks a little bit different for the kiddos. Um, I just remember the days where we could go to the park and I'd say, go run, have fun. And he would just touch everything and just swing off everything. Now, (laughs) if I had a little toddler or a little kid now and trying to take them to the park, I would probably be like so fearful, like, ew, don't touch it because of just this idea that's been circulating around with COVID. And so I, I know that's sort of the conundrum that a lot of people are in. They just want to keep their family safe. And in doing so means that things have to look a little different, right? Even if it's not the same exact um, ideology as another family's or the same uh, methodology as another family, it still looks different. So you, yeah, we missed that. And so I was like, good idea, buddy. I'm going to throw that in there. Um, but, uh, you know, I can't help it. We talk about Christmas. I mean, for those of you that are in the holiday spirit, that is excellent. What has it done for you? What does it do for you? You can, you can share it. Go ahead. Say it out loud. Makes you feel good. They say the expert said by decorating a little bit earlier this year, it can boost your spirits. Like, obviously, it's not going to solve any problem that you have, but it could definitely boost your spirits. And I could say that it's done that for me around my household. Christmas, give it up for Christmas. Bringing in the energy, (laughs) the good vibes, right? Um, I don't know. Does Christmas give you the feels? I mean, not all day, every day, but when you get in your moment and you're thinking or you're, you're in a mode and you just hear the one song, come on, and you just, it takes you to a place, right? Um, maybe you're thinking about celebrating or putting up decorations. Maybe you already have. I, I mean, it's a daunting task. I'm like, why we go through all this just to get in the feels? <laughs> like, why am I getting ready to fall off this ladder trying to like make sure this is, why is this Christmas tree about to fall on my head and bust my back down? Like just to get in the feels. Uh, we do a live tree every year. It smells wonderful when you get it in the base finally and get the water on it um side note if you do real christmas trees so the christmas tree experts have said put boiling hot water in the tree as hot as you can get it that's what you use to give your tree water to drink i said well why boiling hot water they said because the hot water removes the sap from hardening at the base so the tree can continue to drink. I'm like, oh, and would you know, besides the sugar water, the the tales that I've been given, that high priced Christmas green stuff they sell you at the store for like five bucks for a little jar. And you're like, wait, I go through this every couple of weeks. Uh, the stuff that you get every, eh, they said, you don't have to do all that. Just boiling hot water and your tree will be crisp and fresh. I'm like, well, what do you know? And so again, side note that came from the Christmas tree experts who knew, but there are Christmas tree experts. I mean, heck, if you're living in 
Cincinnati, Ohio, and you saw the Charlie Brown Christmas tree that rolled up in here a couple weeks ago, you know we got Christmas tree experts. <laughs> or the Rockefeller Center. Did you guys see the Rockefeller tree? Yes, they're a Christmas tree expert. Debate me, bro. Anyways, um, it's it, but you know, I, I think by doing a little bit each year and, and getting into the spirit, it's building memories, it's building tradition, but I think the holiday is the right time to like get in the feels, like especially with the holiday songs. You got a favorite? What is it? Mine is um white, no. Oh, holy night. Oh, holy night. Now, I think there are so many beautiful renditions of this song, so it's hard to pick which version, including the jazz versions, right? Like, I'd be like, oh, playing the jazz, holiday jazz, please. Sign me up. Uh, <laughs> and Christmas time is here. Now, when I hear the little kids singing it, I cry every time. Charlie Brown Christmas. I think the reason why that one's so special to me, it reminds me of my sister, um, my late sister. And uh, I just, I, it takes me back to a time where we were kids and I would, she would just sing that song all the time. And she was just so graceful with it. You could just tell that she was just thinking and wrapping presents and she would just sing it. And I would just be like the little shadow that would just listen to her sing and watch her rap. <laughs> rap presents and she would teach me um so I hear those two songs and I like want to fall out um but not every time you know I just it that's what it reminds me of it takes me to a space and you know I don't know it's like the warm feeling you know you get it like the warm feeling like that type of warm that you get when you just come in from being outside and you've been shivering and you put on that warm blanket and like you can relax your body like relaxes it's not as tense right or the 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 type of warm of how you like put warm water or hot water over cold hands i'm pretty sure that's not good for you but it's that feeling, <laughs> the tingly, like, oh, that feels so much better. Or the, um, when you bite into some delicious food, right? During, whether it's holiday season or not, but like when you just sink your teeth into just something really, really good, whether it be dessert or like your favorite side dish or your favorite sandwich or whatever, like, avocado, if that's your thing, tomato, if that's your thing, like just something good, right? It takes you, it gives you that warm, tingly feeling. And I think that, that give it up for Christmas for bringing all the vibes in, right? Um, so, hey, I, I just went on a little bit of a rant on all the feels. Hey, is this your first time here? Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you can find the midweek muscle as a little dose of perspective to help bring some positivity and peace into your day to help you get over any obstacle that you're facing professionally, emotionally, relationally, what whatever it is. We all have hurdles that we try to get over every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year. And so this podcast was brought to you to help tackle the matters of the head and the heart and to give little doses of peaceful, positive perspectives so you can navigate through your day. Um, and so thank you for being here. But hey, like, listen, if you're, if you're in a place where you can share this thing right now, press pause, go ahead, share it. 
And if you have the ability to rank it while you're, while you're sharing it, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Now back to, back to where we were. Let's go for it. Shall we? So speaking of food, right? You know, I'm always looking for content and, um, or I'm always like, you know, ruminating over how to, how to produce and what to produce and where, where it's coming from and digging deep and, and trying to find the vein. Right. Um, so I was actually given a sampler platter of content by a near dear friend, uh, shout out coach T. Thank you so much for sending this my way. Um, because it, it is, uh, uh, she shared a sermon with me. Um, and it was one of those things where it's like, I don't have 50 minutes, but you know what? I made time. I'm like, I'm gonna make time for this 50 minutes because hours be speeding by on the day. Sometimes you're like, dang, I just woke up 24 hours ago, or I just woke up like 18 hours ago. Like, right. And then it's already the next day. Um, but, uh, I, I took the time and I don't know anything more about the pastor uh, other than her name is Priscilla Shearer. And I, and I, th- I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Um, and apparently she did this sermon a couple years back, but just because it's older doesn't mean it's irrelevant. Uh, the funny thing is the way how she spoke to, uh, the the way how she delivered, I felt as if it were as if she did this like last week or something, uh, because it was tr- truly relevant to what we're experiencing now. And that's how you know when you've done something well, when you've delivered it well, when you've delivered a service well, it may be months or years and it still feels relevant today. That's how you know, like when you're a speaker and you get out in front of people, the content, you could have delivered this content boom, uh, a year ago, but for some reason, someone will find it and say, this applies right now. And that's how you know you've done a great job. And that's what I was going to say about cancel culture. Um, you know, here we have this woman that has a, an amazing message. Um, and I'm actually getting ready to share it with you today. And it's just so interesting how people can dig and look for the thumbs down button on even a positive message. And so, ah, you know, I, I feel for that, like that, that kind of pricks me a little bit. And I don't know why it pricks me so much because we know with social media and, and, and all the things people are empowered to just troll. And it's, if you're a troll out there and you're within the sound of my voice, don't be a troll. Like, it's okay to let somebody know how you feel, but don't troll them. Thank you. (laughs) It hit a little below the belt, did it? Oh, I'm sorry. But no, it's, it's true. Like, I think that we're empowered to, to dislike something because of maybe one sentence, or maybe you heard something and you interpreted it differently. Um, and so we're inspired to hit dislike, right? Or we're encouraged to hit dislikes. Please tell the, the member that you didn't like what they said, or that you didn't like the content so we can get the algorithm better for you. But in turn, what that does for the producer of the content is it says to them, like, it was trash. Like, they don't give you a space to say, I disliked it here. So you know exactly what the person disliked. It's just like, thumbs down. You thumbs down on you, dude. Like, thumbs down on you, girl. And it's like, oh, but wait, right? So I always give stuff a chance before. Like, I, I hardly ever use the dislike button on things. Uh, But I don't always like stuff. So I think that's my... 
That's my call to action around the dislike button. I don't know. But anyways, I'm off my soapbox. Um, but uh, this woman, Priscilla Shearer, um, I, I do believe she's a pastor. And so she was delivering a sermon. Uh, and she she begins to, uh, uh, you know, she's beginning to talk. And, and right out the gate, she's just right on target. Um, and I absolutely loved it. My son walks up and says, mommy, is that you? And I was like, I don't know. It looks like me. Uh, but no, I, I knew it wasn't me. Uh, but it was funny because I, I saw like when I was looking at her on the screen, I'm like, oh my gosh, she does look like me or I do look like her, uh, whichever comes first. Um, but I told him, I was like, no, that's not me. But, uh, she begins to lay out the content. And there's so many powerful moments in the talk, but I do want to share with you a few of the moments that really resonated with me. Um, So here, let's take a listen. Place faith in Jesus Christ. We have been given the equipment. You have got the power of the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you. And when you are in over your head, when you are in deep waters, when the trials and troubles of life come your way, my friend, all you have to do now is activate the equipment that you've been given. Just open up your eyes and you'll be able to see it all from a different vantage point in a different perspective, which is why I could not wait to get up here because I wanted to share with any of you, and that is all of us who are in trials in our life. By the way, every single one of you under the sound of my voice are in one of three places. You need to know that even if you are not in a trial right now, first of all, we would like to tell you we are happy for you. (laughs) But every single one of us is in one of three places. You're either right smack dab in the middle of a trial on your way into one or on your way out of one. Because the nature of the world in which we live, Jesus said, John 16, 33, in this world you will have trouble. You don't have to go looking for it. Just keep living and the trouble will come and find you. Can I get one witness knows what I'm talking about? Um, my mom is a master chef. Actually, she's not, she's not, she's just my mom and she's a really good cook. And you know, there's just no cooking like your mama's cooking, right? I admire my mother so much for many reasons. Um, one of them is that, you know, she's a great cook. And I remember on Sundays when I was growing up, y'all, there was none of this go out to eat dinner business after church on Sunday. That was like a treat. But I grew up in the kind of house where you ate at home on Sunday. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Like that was the best meal of the whole week. My mom started started planning for it on Saturday. Sometimes she was cooking like the roast all night on Saturday and we would just smell it all night. Then the yeast rolls would be rising and you know, she might do a couple dishes the night before so she didn't have to worry about it all, the, you know, all this home cooked stuff. I mean, we would smell it all night. We would wake up, we hadn't even been to church yet. We were already ready for Sunday dinner. We were just hungry. I remember that. We would have this huge, wonderful dinner on Sunday. And now as a mother of three, I know how much work that was. I appreciate it even more. I still even can't figure it out, honestly. I cannot figure out how with one oven, because I only have one oven, my mom had one oven. I cannot figure out for the life of me how you get all that stuff on the table hot at the same time. I cannot figure it out for the life of me. So I appreciate her now even more. And now I also understand why on Monday and Tuesday, she didn't cook nothing. (laughs) This is too much work. But what she did do 
was go into the refrigerator and she would see what was left over. So she'd have a little leftover chicken, a little leftover macaroni, a little leftover broccoli, whatever. She'd pull it all out. She'd start chopping and dicing, put everything together, stir it all up, pour a little cream of mushroom soup in there because, you know, that makes everything better, right? She'd stir that in there and then she'd sprinkle some grated cheese on top, you know, put it in the oven for about um, an hour or so, maybe less at 350 degrees and she would bake it. She'd stand there and at just the right time, she'd pull it out. She'd set it on the table and she'd give it a French sounding name. We thought it was something brand new and spectacular, but it really wasn't. It was just leftovers in the hands of a master. Let me tell you what God does with your life. He takes this piece and that piece and, and this little leftover piece and the part you thought would be valuable for absolutely nothing. And this season of your life that you just wondered why you even went on that detour in the first place. And he takes all of this stuff and he chops it and he dices it and he reconfigures it and he stirs the cream of the Holy Spirit in it. And then he sprinkles a little grace and mercy on top because grace and mercy make everything better. And then, yes, he puts you in the oven of fire and trial for just a little while. But like any good master chef, he's standing there watching not to allow you to overcook, not for just even one minute. And at just the right time, he pulls you out and listen to me, he gives you a brand new name. And he serves you to a lost and a dying world that needs to see that he is mmm, mmm, good. <laughs> and so when you're in the trial, when you're in the fire, when you find that things are difficult, that you're having issues, that there is a surprise, a, a, a something that has met you in your year that you were not planning for, when you find that that has happened, just know that the master chef has got his eye on you. And he wants you to know that right now is the time. Now is the time that he wants you to begin to consider. Don't disconnect. Connect the present tenseness of God's ability with your current circumstances. Not for yesterday. Not even necessarily for tomorrow. Paul says, today I want you to think about the fact that now is the time for you to make the connection. Okay, and so there you have it, right? She says, we're in either one of three places. And if you're not in these places, so happy for you. But we're in one of three places. And wasn't that, wasn't that strong? That was a strong reference. I absolutely appreciated that because I love uh, generous analogies that help people to identify like, man, how can I look at my situation differently? That's what, that's what this podcast is about. How can I just take an angle of perspective? We can look at the same situation multiple ways and there's negative ways to perceive it and there's ways of wisdom in which we can perceive it. And so how can we take nuggets of those wis of that wisdom and, and put it together to map out how we navigate through our difficult situation? Uh, and so I thought she so beautifully placed this message and she said, we're in one of three places. And if you're not in any of those places, we're so happy for you, Right. But she also said, look, look, we are either in the middle of something, getting ready to be in something, or, or on our way out of something. And I think universally, like collectively, <laughs> we're in 
we're all like it would it would surprise me to say that someone is exempt from the things that we're experiencing right now I, I and trust me I know we're in 2020 nothing is beyond us you know we could hear something totally radical and different from a lot of people I get it uh but you know this common shared experience that we're all going through with the pandemic that's that's everybody globally um and then there's unique situations that impact us a little differently that we've seen play out over the course of this year and so I loved what she said about being the master chef you know, situations aren't just about what occurred this year. Uh, some of the situations that have occurred uh, uh, this year are external from us. We did nothing um, to influence what has happened to us. But then we take a deeper look into some of the things that have that are occurring in our lives. And we have to think like, man, am is this another experience that is preparing me for something else down the line? Because again, my steps and my actions, am I, am I walking in the direction that I'm supposed to do, that I'm destined to be in? And so I love how she said the master chef taking one element from here and here and here, just because this year is right in front of us doesn't mean that this is the, the only notch in your life that sets up the rest of your life. Like it's a culmination of things that make your life, um, that, that, that are baked into your life in which the story and the outcome is always, um, going to be one that's tastefully made according to you. Um, and I thought that was so nicely placed. Now, here's the thing though, um, whether you believe in that analogy or not, and you're like, ah, you know, that's not me. I get it, but all right, I see that. I cool. Um, those moments resonated with me, uh, but I, but it, I can't help but to think on. We're not on the. We're not only in the pressure cooker right now for what's to come, which makes it difficult to be in that space where you're subscribing and saying, thank you, God, for everything that you've given us and what have you and singing praises. She goes on in the sermon to talk about that, right? But I didn't share it here. But, and uh, if you want access to it, I will drop it in social media. You can follow me at the Midweek Muscle on all social medias. Thank you. Um, But uh, we're, we're either in the pressure cooker for what's to come with our jobs and our finances and the security that we have around that, but a lot of us are hanging in the balance for what kind of uh, uh, revenue that'll be generated at our jobs to see if we are going to get that lovely notice that so many other people have received of, oh, you don't have a job or, oh, you're being furloughed until further notice. So way to bring in the uncertainty, right? Oh yeah, we're going to do this and we'll just let you know. And so again, just let you know, is not the thing that's going to pay the bills. Just let you know is not going to thing that stops my anxiety from creeping up. Just we'll let you know is not the thing that's going to make me sleep well at night. And so again, I can understand how, how so many people have gone through that already. And it's difficult to be hopeful about what's to come. Um, or so many people, so many of us have yet to experience those year end that year in annual review where the, the company goes, oh, just kidding. We didn't make anything we were supposed to. We got to cut. Right. And so I think that's why every holiday episode I go to this place and I give 
an episode up to the idea of you are good enough, right? Your, your gift is good enough. Your thought is good enough. Your talent is good enough. Your decorations are good enough. Your home and the many dwellings that surround you are good enough. You are good enough. And I, I, I can't help but to say that our Christmases have been riddled with an element of consumerism that is almost unmatchable. Like, you know, we're looking for the gifts to give instead of looking for the gifts to make. We're looking for the gifts to buy instead of looking for the, for the experiences to give. And, and really, um, you know, that's what drives business. That's what drives sales. I, I used to work in that world. And I, I, I hate to say that a business isn't doing a great job if they're not selling stuff and their job is to sell. And so, wow, what a perfect storm. We're restricted in our gatherings. We, we were restricted in our gatherings. We're, we're at home with endless access to internet and Wi-Fi and, and social media and all those capabilities. We have door drop delivery services for almost everything. And we have some... A, a, a broad stroke of people that use shopping as a coping mechanism. You see, you see how this is like the perfect storm of the people who are out here wanting to sell to you saying, Oh, get this deal. Get, get more of this, get the things, get the gifts that you know, they'll love, right? That sounds like a jingle, right? Because Every time I'm sitting in front of something, looking at something else, I'm thinking like, oh, well, what else can I get? Because I don't feel like I've given enough. And I'm here to tell you guys, that's enough. The idea and the thought is enough. Are you kidding? We are in a situation where some of the outcomes for a lot of us are uncertain. So it's okay if your gifts are handmade this year. It's okay if all you could give was a picture frame with a picture in it of your best memory. It's okay if all you could produce was a lovely note that says, I love you. Because again, that's what we need more of and less of the stuff. The stuff, no matter how much you spend and how much you buy, it'll fill a happy void for a little bit until you unwrap that box and you consume it. And then we're back at square one. And if you're buying gifts, you're not even consuming for yourself now. So again, I think we're in the perfect storm of, of, of a culmination of things. And so we have to be in a, in a space where I am looking not only at my physical self and my health and well-being, uh, but my mental and emotional well-being and, and, and that it's okay to get the gifts that you think they'll love. I'm not shunning any retailer that is selling the perfect gift. However, if you think you have to do more because it wasn't enough, that is what I'm telling you. Mentally and emotionally, let's tap in. Let's give, let's give words of affirmation. Let's give words of hope. Let's encourage somebody by a card or a statement or a photo of, of something. Uh, and, and, and really, really think that things become more complete when that energy is behind it. And a, a, a great way to garner that energy is by understanding these simple words that you are enough. 
And the beautiful thing about it is it comes without the added expense of spending to have a shipping box sent to somebody's door. Carbon emissions are floating into the air. You did your job to reduce the CO2 emissions that are going from the driver's driving and the traveler's traveling to drop your box, right? But if you did do that, because I've done that, I've sent gifts and I'm like, you know, sorry, it's not much, but it's something because I'm thinking of you guys. That's enough. That's enough. And doing your best is good enough because it's just that you are enough. As you come, as you go, and as you are, you are enough. And I think that I can't help but to say that, listen, good people, why do we measure our best based on the rankings that other people give us? Like what I was mentioning before with the thumbs down. Is it not enough to measure yourself against your standard of best? You're, you are enough. And as a daily reminder, I'll say it again. You are enough. And I don't know who needs to hear this this morning, but try not to allow yourself to be thrown as a result of a troubled experience you're having or that you have had. No matter the circumstance, just continue to repeat as a way to ground yourself and a way to keep going. I am enough. What is the next best move? And then the next best move so that, so that I can continue to walk in the path that was meant just for me instead of detouring on a route of distraction. I am enough. Hey, good people. Thank you so much. If you've gotten this far, you've made it to the end of the cast. And I thank you so much for your time and your energy. Man, it is, it, it, we ran a little bit longer than today, uh, than usual. And so I thank you for hanging in there with me. Um, I really do appreciate the, the good vibes and the energy. Uh, thank you at Inspiring the Inner Nerds for the nomination for their, 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 uh, nomination Friday, uh, near and dear to our hearts. This is so special. Hey, I I am so proud to be on someone's list of like, boom, you've inspired us. And this is, this is how we're celebrating you. That, I mean, it's beautiful. It's all inspiring. And I just thank you. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a share the love. You have a shout out. Do you need someone to be acknowledged or recognized? Write it up, send it over to me. I will Feature that at the top of next week's cast if I get something. If I don't get something, uh, then you know how it goes. You'll meet same time, same place. And that's every Wednesday. I'll be here with my cup of tea and you know my mic. And I thank you guys for joining in and tuning in. Again, I will drop the sermon in uh, one of the links and bios uh, on any of the social media profiles. You can check it out there. Um, and I thank you guys for all of the love and the energy and the good vibes that you continue to fan every single week. Without you, there would be none of this. I thank you and I appreciate you. And as always, let's go.